Yesterday we talked about the educational conveyor belt. Today it's interesting to share some of the stories of people who are afflicted by this conveyor belt. Now, a couple of footnotes here. There was an episode, a couple of, gee, how long ago was it? We talked about um, how education caters least, modern education caters least for the towards the people who need, we need most, basically. I bundled that. Um, and there's some of the people I've met in the research uh, for my next book. So not only members of the constant student community, but I've managed to find, I think in the aftermath of 18 and Lost, a lot of young uh, entrepreneurs, especially teenage entrepreneurs or people with, I guess, potential for really high leverage careers. And their stories are just absolutely fascinating. So, for example, one, one young girl who's very inspirational, uh, Lexi McDonald, who's from the other side of Australia, created an app called Her Help, which was inspired by her own struggles as a, as a teenage girl suffering with um, mental health challenges, uh, anxiety, and uh, I, I suppose all the really challenging mental pressures associated with being a teenage girl and being subject to bullying and things that she'd endured growing up. Without any technical expertise or experience, she's gone on this two-year really incredible yet challenging journey to build a positive social media app for young women called Her Help, where they share where the content that's shared is positive resources and um, uh, therapeutic resources and support and people sharing their experiences and being supportive. Um, it's it's an incredible resource, and she's only 19 now. She was 17, so still at high school when she started it. The journey has been very challenging because she um, has had quotes of up to millions of dollars for people to build this app for her, has been on a journey to figure out how you can get an app built for much less than a million dollars. Um, and, uh, you know, when I talked to her, it was just so fascinating to hear about the struggles she's had, uh, but also overcome and not let things uh, hold her back. It's a powerful example of what a young person can do. And if a young person can do it, then I guess maybe anyone can do it too, which is which is very inspirational. But one thing I found very interesting is that she shared that she's not from a traditional kind of entrepreneurial family. So there's still been from her community and perhaps her family this pressure to go to university. And these are the situations I want to draw attention to when I want to challenge the culture we have around college and university. Um, she's already doing the real deal. She's already doing the real thing. And it's funny that in the eyes of many, uh, entrepreneurship is seen as a bit of a toy thing and maybe not a real career in the same way that when I was interested in acting and filmmaking, it wasn't seen as a realistic career trajectory. Therefore, the pressure is to resort to the safer and the tried and trusted career paths that do involve university. The irony is, and this was coming from her mouth, not mine, that she uh, she's doing, she picked a degree because there was a pressure to do a degree that would be relevant. And uh, so she, I think she's doing something to do with social media marketing, communications. But she said that it's completely outdated, not even relevant to her. So she's managing working to get an income which I think she's had to put on the back burner again, uh, studying her degree and then also building this very powerful and seemingly socially useful um, app. So that's an interesting use case. I uh, also met Nick Mahalu. Sorry, Nick, if I said your name wrong. I don't know if you're listening. 
Uh, Nick is 16 years old, recently flew to another Australian, much closer to me in Sydney, recently flew to uh, Y Combinator for uh, an interview for one of the um, one of the startups he's involved in, but he centrally has set up and run an ad, uh, app agency called Appstra, which is super remarkable. He learned how to code from the age of around 11 when he and his friends started playing around trying to make games. So very, very highly self-taught and being able to work on leverage things at a young age. Despite already running his own agency and doing things like that, he still gets pressure from family and uh, friends to go to university. You also got uh, Kai Lovell. Kai is a great friend of mine and I think knows the other two. Kai is from Western Australia as well. And uh, he has a TEDx talk. And so the guy, the kid's only 17, but uh, already, already an incredible, incredibly um, mature and accomplished for someone such a young age. And talked about uh, being knocked back from setting up his own business at the age of 12 because you need to be 18, I believe it was, to own a Shopify account or a payment account. So you got some of these stories of these uh, teen whiz kids who are not necessarily whiz kids because there's anything remarkable or special about them, just that they were bothered to get going and get started doing this stuff at a young age. And yet they get rebuffed from the culture. They get resistance. When, if we are thinking about education on a societal level, what we want to be doing is empowering people to be able to do this stuff that they're doing right now the challenge is we can't handle the fact that they're already doing it that they haven't needed the institutions and all the the prescribed education we give that they're able to just do it because it's natural to them to seek these things out to seek out the challenges and learn it during the process so tomorrow i want to talk a bit more about the use cases um, of say university and college because it doesn't appear to be for people like this.